Thank you for listening to From the Friar. This is Ellie. And this is Leon. Thank you all so much for joining us on another episode. Today we'll be covering 90 Day Fiancé, Season 9, Episode 2, Home Sweet Hoax. A couple of housekeeping items before we start. We discussed this on the Married at First Sight episode, but in case you don't listen to that, we're coming up on one year of doing this podcast, and we just wanted to thank you all so much for listening, for subscribing, for reviewing, for sharing our podcast. We really appreciate the love and support. We're not a huge podcast, we're not very popular, but we absolutely love our following, and I love interacting with all of you, and it's been a great year. Thank you so much for supporting us. We also recently did a survey. So Ellie and I were arguing about whether it was rude to bring your own snacks to a kid's baseball game, but like not enough to share. Let me set the scene. We're sitting in a booth in a bar and we're planning our day out. We're going to go see a kid's baseball game with the rest of our family. And we're talking, oh, well, Leon is saying, I'm just going to bring my own snacks. And I said, well, you can't really do that. There's other kids there and that's not fair if they want some treats as well. And he said, hell no, it's fair. It's my food. Yeah, because I was thinking it was almost like a side of fries. Like, There's no way I can bring enough side of fries for everyone. Like, This is literally some leftovers for me to just snack on. And then my answer was, we're adults. We can go a couple hours without eating. Just leave it in the car. It, it got it got pretty heated. But eventually it was something like... <laughs> you just yelling, take it to Twitter. Yeah, I was like, let's, let's let the people decide. And I was very surprised. So we didn't get that many votes. So the, the quota of people is very small, 10 votes. And it was actually split right down the middle of five for... Nah, it's my food to five. Like, yes, that's hell. Yeah, it's rude. It's rude. That was very, really fascinating. So I love that I'm not completely wrong because I thought I'm definitely going to be called out for being wrong. I was just surprised it was 50 50. But also I felt dumb when we got there. There's a snack shack. So we can definitely bring whatever we want and the kids can just go buy food from the snack shack. Right. (laughs) I don't need that eye roll. (laughs) <laughs> one of our one of our followers actually asked, you know, does everyone have like equal opportunity to bring snacks? And I was like, oh, for sure. And definitely censor the snack shack. Like I can't deny it. Yeah. I just well, love uh, that people saw someone, my side. Someone, I appreciate someone yeah. mentioned, honestly, my family's so fucking picky. Me bringing something would actually be more of an insult <laughs> because like maybe let's say I brought something that had ketchup on it and they fucking hate ketchup. Like, well, I can't have any because you put ketchup on it. You know, so that's true. I just thought it was funny the angles everyone was coming from. But for our little group, we do have very similar tastes. So thankfully, that's not really an issue. I'm still sticking with my guns, though. Yeah, me too. Okay. (laughs) Okay, well. (laughs) And so is Twitter, because it was evenly split. All right, one more item, and then we'll jump right in. Me and Leon were kind of talking about how we wanted to structure the show. I feel like I've been doing a lot of kind of detailed recap and very detailed note taking. And so the episodes end up being instead of kind of our reaction thoughts, feelings to items, it's more of a direct recap. So we kind of want to do a little bit more of blending of those two things and not exactly telling you every little thing that happened because you probably watched it. And right. you probably don't want all those details. Right. You probably just watched the show and you want to come to the podcast to hear the shit talking or just our opinion if you care. And bouncing your own ideas off. And so I kind of realized that a couple weeks ago. So we're going to try to adjust a little bit and see how it goes. I think this is part of the fun of 
content creation in the podcast. I mean, obviously, like we're not tied to anything. So anything we want to change, yeah, uh, modify, like perfect example. Probably no one wants sports with Ellie segments, but I put those in anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right now is the NBA playoffs. It's great. There has been some pretty incredible games. I mean, like, you know, one point game, two point games. I mean, yeah, that's, I love that. You know, even if a series is a sweep, but what if every game is like super close? Like that would even perfect. You know, that would be pretty love cool. basketball. Um, also, anything with overtime, free basketball. Going into the show, we start with Bailal and Shida. I just assume every prop that he has is just from a warehouse that he gets all of his props from to show houses. I can't believe that this man is married to this woman and he's never shown her where he lives, what he drives, the neighborhood, nothing. She's giving up her life to be with this man who presented himself a very particular way. Do you think they like Airbnb this home out? I mean, they own it. It's still in the family, but no one, he said no one's lived in it for years. 15 years, I think he said, or 12 or 15 years. I don't think so. I think it's just sitting. So you know it has that stagnant sitting oh, yeah. smell. Oh, yeah. I initially was wondering, how have you owned this for that long and you have done nothing to it to improve it? I feel like he's just keeping it for memories. He doesn't that, mean to that's do anything where I was, for it. That's where I was going. I was like, I think maybe it's a nostalgia thing. I was like, this is how I remember this home. But I feel like the home probably was different when he lived there. Well, I think you can keep the memories alive and still fix it up. I mean, girl, the, the ceiling is coming down. Yes. There's the like paint there's is probably, peeling. There's, there's some health, probably some health. I said it's just asbestos. There's some health stuff in there that needs to be checked out. We see them meet at the airport, and it's a very sweet meeting. She's really excited to see him. He's really excited to see her. Everything that you could hope for a meeting. She says that she wants to get to know him all over again. And, oh boy, you're going to get to know a side of him that you did not know before. She is shocked when they go to the parking lot and see the van. She even called it the Scooby-Doo van. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, 90 days turning into a, if you're in a relationship, watch this show and then don't do anything that these people are doing. Yeah, and exactly. And you'll be, you'll be okay. You'll be miles ahead of them. He, throughout this episode, kind of reiterates that he's a firm believer in appreciating anything that you do have, which is fine. Me and you fully believe that. But he just goes about it so wrong. Did they mention in the last episode that they were spiritually married? Yes, that's how we found okay. out. And we know that they've only met in person for seven days. Yes, I'm very confused by the timeline. Did, so, did you get spiritually married remotely? Like day one. No, was it day one of the seven day trip? But like, how do you meet someone and you? Were, he was there for something else, met her and was like, we need to get spiritually married. You're the one. That is, no, I thought he went specifically for her. I can't remember if it was for her or if he mm. was just visiting. Okay. Because okay. he brought the ring. He said, if it goes well, I will propose. And it must have been real well if they got spiritually married. Also, why are there no pictures of this wedding? Who knows? Maybe it was super private and everyone just didn't think about it at the Maybe. time. Well, he must have met her family then, right? You would think so? I just feel like... That type of spiritual marriage is super important. Why didn't he bring his kids? Or why didn't they just do the spiritual marriage on the next trip and then meet the kids? Because he keeps talking about how she has to get along with my kids. You know, they have to be a unit. That's fine. But you didn't care about that when you went off and married her. I also notice a lot of these shows that we watch, 
parents obviously mentioned how important their kids are, but we never, in some cases, we don't see them actually ever interact with the children. No, which is probably a protection thing. Like, they don't really want them on the show. Oh, Memphis is one example of that. But why show them on the show at all, then? We always see them in their introductions. Exactly. Like, why we actually get to meet the kid or, like, the kids in the scene. And we bring it up. We We have a whole conversation about this person joining the family. Why? You know, for him, he you know he was talking to his ex-wife. They have a good relationship. They got the kiddos, but it never seems like the kids have talked to them. No, like even, even have, like a video like, call or even have some kind of relationship. Exactly. When they kind of settle into the house, they're talking about things that need to be upgraded, and I cannot stand that Bilal starts talking to her like a child. He says, "There's a lot of things we need to fix with your attitude too." Cool. That's how you want to treat your wife. Oh, I'm I'm totally not on his side. No, uh, I I'm on I'm on Shy's side. Like, I want her to time. go through all the cupboards and closets and see that everything is empty. There's <laughs> nothing in the fridge. Explain this to me. That How do you live here and there's nothing here? That would have been the funniest scene if she just walks up to a closet, opens it, and be like, "Bro, you don't live here. There's nothing in this closet." And the realization that she's getting played. He gets really defensive. He is acting so hurt. He's in his feelings, and it's completely self caused. It would be way better if he just showed her, this is my true self, this is how I live, and then gauge her by, do you appreciate like what we have, what are your goals, what's your plan for the future? If she's like, oh, I just want to hang out and do nothing, and like, I don't know, like you can, you can gauge things over this time of how this relationship's going to work. I kind of get the intent of what he's doing, but I think it's, it's not hitting at all. He could have just shown who he was, how he lives, and see how she reacts. Does she enjoy it? Does she like being a part of his life? Does she have really high expectations right off the bat? I mean, you can gauge a person just how they naturally react to a situation. You don't need to make up a situation to see how they react because that's not reality. There's one scene I think he mentions, like, I want someone to love me for me, not Mm -hmm. for like what I have. But I'm calling, it's bullshit. You showed up at Trinidad and Tobago with Louis Vuitton bags, yes. fresh ass suits, nice ass watches, but you want someone to love you for you, not for what you have. Yep. But you're clearly showed up there displaying a certain type of image. And he even sounded in his interview like so hurt, almost like she wasn't understanding the message or something. I'm like, dude, you, you literally showed her that you lived a life of like some luxury. Yep. And now you took her to your, well, I don't want to make fun of the home, but. I mean, it's, it's well, pretty he run took, down. He took her to a home that isn't his home. She says that she feels like she's being deceived, and that's completely accurate. Do you think he should have taken her out on the first night in the U.S.? Even if it was just out for a dinner? I didn't mind because I'm thinking, you're probably really tired. You probably don't want to do all that, all the extra. I guess, and he could have asked her off camera, but I want to go out. I don't want a, a to-go container. Side my first note, night somewhere. Side note though, where did you order from that you had to reheat that food? Yeah, I don't know. Also, I didn't understand the display on the table. It was like mossy. Like, it was a whole thing. I hope that's not how he decorates. I know, like stages houses. I'd be like, this house is so cute, but this decoration, <laughs> I mean, gotta go. At the end of the episode, he says, it sounds like she definitely was not expecting this. But I wouldn't want to marry someone who just wants me for my money. But he's marrying her for her looks. 
Yep. So great point. great point. You're not gonna haul at her if you don't find her, you know, attractive. What if she came with no makeup on and looked completely different? Would you be okay with that? Or what? would you have a little less than excited reaction? Come on. What what is the I, I'm I'm so fascinated how this is gonna work when he's like, Hey, this is my real home. She's like, What the fuck was all this bullshit about then? Like, I don't trust you now. Exactly. Is this actually your home? I gave up my life. Why? I can't trust you. Like you went through all this work to put on this ruse, and now you're gonna tell me like this nice house is your actual home? No, that trust is gone. No. I think she's gonna be put through something that it's just not fair. It's gonna be weird. But think about she's giving up her whole life for this. Yeah. I think it's gonna fuck with her mentally. You fully go into this situation that's challenging in the best of scenarios and then you have this guy playing games it's not gonna go over well mm-hmm. guillermo and Kara. we see Kara arrive in the dr and they have a last dinner with friends and family Kara spanish and her spanish was actually really good super good it's better than mahogany's i was honestly pretty blown away mm-hmm. folks from the u.s that are dating international people that actually learns someone's language. Learns our language fluently. Yeah, that was pretty cool to see. It seems like they had a pretty good life in the DR. Did you notice she was such good friends with his brothers and... Yeah, and their sh- fiance yeah. and then her own friend. Yeah, they seem and- to have like really good relationships. Oh, that makes it so much harder to leave. Yeah. You can kind of see where their story is going because... They put so much emphasis on their age still. On episode two, it wasn't just their introduction. Folks, they're they're only six years apart. It's not much. We're, we're acting like this is like a 20-year difference. And they're talking about all the different nicknames. Sugar Mommy, Cradle Robber. He's a toddler. And he specifically says, I really, really, really do not like when you say that. So you can tell this is going to be... A main storyline here. Even for Guillermo, it's gotten old so fast. I mean, come on, man. Speaking like it's really not that big of an age difference. No. He doesn't act super young. Honestly, they seem like a really good couple, though. I I think they're going to work for sure. I'm rooting for them. I think they're a good couple, too. Mm -hmm. I love when these shows, they try to create these dramatic moments, but we've already seen them arguing in the U.S., yeah, or we having, knew they were going to get but, there. But, you know, it's like this big red, uh, you know, image of, you know, detained by immigration for questioning or whatever. And even two when, hours they, later, when they came out, they just said, oh, yeah, he's. There's no big deal. No, we we see the situation. OK, cool. Bye. My bad. The magic know. of TV. I, I, yeah, I just thought it was. I mean, unless someone's missed previews or something, I I guess they might get something out of that. But to us, I'm like, no, this is we so, know it, it went so fine. Stupid. Guillermo says before he was running away from Valenzuela to get a new life, and now he's following the love of his life. It's like a movie. That's so sweet. Then we meet a new couple. Yves, 48, from Albuquerque, New Mexico. A spiritual healer. Well, just a healer, not just spiritual. Oh, yes, healer. I'm sorry. She's an acupuncturist. She does sound healing, cupping, kind of all things to help you heal. She's a single parent. She has a son, Darren, 12 years old, who is special needs. She was engaged to his father, but realized that it just wouldn't work. 
After this, she spent her time really focusing on self-healing, and that's how she got kind of into everything that she has and found her group of friends that she calls her soul family. Then a man half her age slid into her DMs, and they ended up meeting after two months of talking. They got engaged while she was in Egypt, and she started the K-1 visa process two years ago. I feel like the two years is very on par with all of these couples. Just do like the COVID situation, mm-hmm. timelines, everything being on lockdown. What do you what do you think about Eve at a high level? Just from meeting her on this episode, I like her. I'm all about the self healing. I think that's great. You do cupping. Yeah, yeah, I've done cupping before. Do you feel like it helps your injuries? I think so. I think it makes it kind of makes your body feel tense for a while, but as it's like as it is healing because it's like blood flow, like you do kind of relax. I think she was pretty cool. I like her. I think she's interesting. I'm not a fan of her soul family. I feel like they're pretty annoying. Did she call him a squad at one yeah, point? Yeah, that's her, her squad. squad. There's this one lady on there that she was so ready to be on TV. They like, all were. She did so much of the talking for the, the squad. Why do they care about nipple play? I don't know. They were... I don't know. Like, we don't need... Did you have good sex? Cool. That's good for you. I. Why do you want details of everything? That's weird. I mean, we don't know what they're going through. They could be sexually starved. They they want some stories. (laughs) Wow, I guess. They need some stories. They talk about how there's no PDA in Muhammad's culture, but that they slept together as soon as possible. Do you believe he was a virgin when they met? Not at all. Me either. Not one bit. Nope. Also, I find it interesting that you're not supposed to have sex before marriage, and they clearly just didn't care. No. And we saw another one with Hamza in Memphis in the last season where... And he was drinking, and she was oh, like yeah. pushing. She was also pushing drinks on him, so she clearly didn't care about the culture. One of their biggest fights was when Yves wore a bikini. So he's very anti, like showing a lot of skin. But that's kind of the culture. I kind of dislike when I see this happen because Muhammad reached out to Eve, not yeah. the other way around. Like there has to be this kind of mutual, like. You know, I'm from America. Like, this is just what I grew up as. Like, this is what I know. I'm not Muslim. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, that's not my normal. And she did make it clear she's not going that, to convert. That's like fully. Yes, fully. What does that mean? She Well, she explained it as she got rid of the more racy outfits. She is only going, going to drink on occasion, special occasions now, instead of, you know, like at brunch. Things like that. She will not fully convert to the religion. But, but see, then there's... Is, is his sort of middle ground the fact that he's opening himself up to dating someone that is not Muslim? He's is, having sex with her. Oh, that, that yeah, that's that's his middle ground. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just find something about that a little bit unfair. I mean, I see that. part. I'm so torn on it because I'm thinking, well, yeah, you are obviously, you know you're getting into a relationship with someone from a certain culture and they present themselves a certain way and they want their partner to also reflect that but at the same time like he like what you said he knows he's no no i find it i find it funny that their biggest argument was her wearing a bikini which is how he ended up knowing her and dming her but that's what i'm saying like he knows where she's from and that it's a little bit more okay in our culture that just seems. and he also knows that she will not fully convert that that just seemed hypocritical to me like i didn't like that you wore a bikini i'm like but you literally but that's why you messaged you DM me. me because I posted this image yeah. on Instagram. What? I always think there should be a give and take in relationships. And they kind of said that. But these are such fundamental differences. 
in how they want to live their life. I don't know. Also, it's interesting that she has to be a little bit more conservative, but either he posts or he sends her a shit ton of topless photos of him just flexing and, and you know, like, I don't know. It just seems too hypocritical. I just, I'm just not a fan. Her friends say that's not love. It's infatuation. That's addiction. Her friend asks if it would be bad to use the whole 90 days to figure out kind of this situation. But that's not what the 90 day process is for. When people do the 90 day visa, they know they're getting married. Right. They're already engaged. Yes. You You have 90 days to get married, not to figure out if you like this person. Drives me crazy. Right. I mean, the, the, the road they're on, they've already, they've done dating some maybe for a week, some maybe for 20 days. Yeah. I mean, there's like interview processes. There's a lot that happens just to get to this stage. Of, like you're putting in so much time, money, effort. Yeah. Th- you, th- this isn't like a discovery phase. If I'm like, oh, no. do I like this? It's like, no, like you've I've already done already, so much. I already like this person. They've proposed. I've said, yes, we are getting married. Got the visa. Yeah. Let's get married. Like they, they've already been through all this. This is a girl saying like, oh, just use the 90 days to figure it out. Wait till, wait till the end. I'm like, girl, we've already been doing that. Yeah. Jabri and Miona. Why is this man calling someone as he's pulling into a car wash? This is so stupid. And then leaves his window down. You, you thought that was just a it's fake scene. It's totally... You thought that was okay. a fake scene. Everything about this couple feels fake and for social media. That's sad. Like, I don't... That's sad. I don't care, really. Like, it feels really fake. It feels like something I don't want to watch. There's a reason I don't watch other shows because every single couple feels like that. You know why it feels so a little bit more like, like that as well is because... Their careers sort of hinder on their popularity. Yep. So it kind of it, it kind of uh, accentuates that thought in your mind that it's incredibly fake. Yep. We find out that his best friend and bandmate David is ready to jump back in. Venues are opening again. They people are requesting shows, and it sounds like Jabri is going to put the band on the back burner again in order to see where this relationship goes instead of focusing on the band. That's a weird take for me because you think that Miona would actually want to travel with a band and experience like places all over the, the U.S. Or, or the world, depending on where they're traveling to. I don't think Miona likes the bandmates. Oh, I see. Yeah. David and her didn't really... No, they don't really, vibe. Really, yeah, they didn't really gel. Honestly, I actually liked his advice. He's like, dude, she fucking has an attitude and, and thinks of herself as like higher than everyone else. Like you need to be careful not to have this like love tunnel vision. You need to see things with like an open mindset. I actually did like his advice. Jabri is getting ready to go pick Miona up at the airport in an all pastel pink cowboy suit and rips his crotch. My man tore his asshole. Yeah. And... Not only showed it to the camera and looked in the mirror multiple times, he was like sticking his hand in there. Although, and he still wore this outfit. He was bra- wild. He was brave for going out with it with a tear. Yeah. He kept trying to like pull the turtleneck down, but it was not going to cover that. You cannot bend over. To the airport, he brings flowers, an American flag, a gift, and a red carpet to roll out for her to walk on. I thought the red carpet was so unnecessary, and I loved that people walked on it. The old man? <laughs> yeah. He didn't give a fuck. He's like, oh, no, I'm it's in the to, airport. You need to walk over there. You're going to walk there. To, I'm trying to get to my gate, bro. Why was he hiding behind a pillar? 
I don't know if he was trying to do some weird grand reveal thing, like which says a lot about you. I feel like you're real. You you think very highly of yourself if you're trying to reveal yourself to your partner. That's weird. Just I mean, the carpet was weird enough as it is. Then we see Miona for the first time, and she is uh, quite pale in comparison to her photos. Make what that of you will. We hear from Miona for the first time, and she says she expects a better standard, a better way of living, and she says clearly she will leave if they do not move to L.A. I think so... Jabril is, is sort of selling her on a little too much. But is he doing the selling, or is she I'm sure making she this says... up of all the movies, music videos, everything like no. that? Because she says you always see it portrayed this certain way. But I'm sure he portrays himself a certain way well, in Well, he does. And if she says, well, I don't want to live in South Dakota. I want to mm-hmm. go to L.A. And he's like, oh, yeah, baby, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll get, you know. That's true. I feel like he's that person who would just like, yes, yes, we're going to do it together. We're going to make this happen. But he's like, uh, I'm just not going to tell you that it's going to take us like, uh, a little while. Do you think he was dishonest about that? Do you think he never really told her the timeline of at least a year in South Dakota? Uh, yes. And actually, we've seen a scene where they're sort of talking about a makeshift timeline. I'm sure he, he never really told her the amount of time that they would be there. We don't really see much of them. I mean, there's a preview, there's a preview of like them at the dinner table. But yeah, we don't really see... Just the airport pickup. A lot of kissing. But a lot of fake photo taking, twirling, posing. Sure. You're not a fan, are you? I'm not a fan of the couple at all. Like, I'm not invested at all. What are the... What are the oh, what spoiler, are the, pa- go forward 30 seconds to one minute. They're already married. None of this matters. They're just clout chasers. That's why I don't even Whoa. care. Did I tell you that? I think you might have mentioned it. Okay. So, yes. there. An old article was brought up that... Where he says, this is my wife, in the article. And it was about two, three years old. Honestly, I wouldn't even believe him. I don't know. His response when someone brought this up was, they translated it wrong. Yeah. But there's been multiple sources saying they've been married for two to three years. So, I just don't care about any of this. Wow. Spoiler over. Emily and Kobe. Emily's showing off all of her lingerie to her sister, and I felt it was so unnecessary to pack so much for one night. She had at many outfits, six outfits, and I'm giving it a low number. Like, oh, it it was was like ten, twelve, way more than six. Hey, you do you You, though. You're excited. I'm only saying this because you said it, but you're like, girl, your boobs are not fitting around that. No, I was like, one boob is gonna fit there. (laughs) That's okay, and I'm not talking about her weight. I'm just saying, like. It's clearly a tiny bit of fabric, but maybe that's the look. I mean, when you're wearing lingerie, you're not, oh, right, you don't yeah. want to cover it's, it's, a lot. It's popping out of the That's bra. the point. Right, the right, point right. is to wear okay. very little. Okay. So maybe I'm in the wrong. Maybe I'm the old okay. lady here. Okay. <laughs> now, you don't have a sister, so I can't really ask you, like, would you just be showing this to your supposed sister? Just like. Not even friends. I'm super the, private. This is the underwear I'm planning to wear. I'm like. I would generally, like, okay, with a best friend, I'd be like, I'm thinking of this. What do you think of this? Okay, sure. But I'm not showing you every bit of underwear and outfit and no. I'm pretty private. I like to keep things to myself. Right. I mean, it's blatantly obvious and they just mention it so many times that sort of, you know, she's uncomfortable with her weight gain since having a child. And they just... They haven't seen each other in two years, so she's really worried about how he's going to react, and she still wants to be, of course, attractive and sexy for him, and 
I mean, okay, so we mentioned on the previous pod, me and you went a year without seeing each other. I wanted to still be attractive, you know, in your eyes and everything. And so I I feel what she's saying. I look the same. Like, yeah. There was no yeah. grand reveal of anything. I wish I could have said, like, I lost a bunch of weight. and I colored like, my hair blue. I had a six pack, but that did not happen. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think of that, spending a night at a hotel? What are your thoughts on it? I mean, a two-hour drive is not Nothing. long. I'm torn because I get what she's saying. You're moving into the family's house. So you want one night to kind of get reacquainted with each other, enjoy each other, not have to worry about anyone hearing anything. We we don't know what the sitch is. I mean, are you on the first floor? Are you you right next to the parents' house? Is the kid sleeping with you? So I get it. I mean, same bed. Same bed? Yes. Okay, yeah. There's not a, a lot of alone time. And I don't think the house is big enough for a separate bedroom. And so I just think someone's always going to be around. So I get where she's coming from. But the fact that this man has not met his child, I can totally see where he's coming from. He wants to meet his kid, bond. I mean, a video call is not not enough. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen your child that's a year and a half and he's two hours away, that... It's like dangling in I front mean, that's, of you. That's probably all that's going to be on your mind. Yeah, not a sexy night. The fact that your son is so close... We have some thoughts on how they could sort of work on their situation. Either one, her parents are just going to have to buy him a home. Oh, yeah. Or two, they just give up a piece of their property and like, well, we can just build like a tiny thing. I think they should build a tiny, not a tiny home, but a smaller home, a cottage on part of the land. Because they clearly have land. So why not get one a decent prefab, two bedrooms, one bathroom, just throw it on a chunk of land. And I think that would save you money and time in the long run. The the other one is obviously the long play of save up with your parents, save up, you know, get your own place. That's kind of like the long game. I don't know, building might be a long game too, but no, get uh, a little prefab, get it, bring it out. You know, you you got you got a little bit of money. The building can go pretty quick, especially if it's a little prefab. Yeah, but yeah, I I think yeah, living with the parents with the child. I don't know how people do it, but I feel like that's not the long game. That that's really tough. I hated when she was talking with her family friend at dinner saying. Basically that they would just send him back if it didn't work or like that's an option. And I hated that it sounded like he was a little bit too much like an object. Yeah, like he's damaged good. So, you know, we're just going to send it back to the Amazon warehouse. I didn't like that. You had sex with this man. You had a child. You are planning a life around him. Don't act like, well, if it doesn't work, you know, I'm going to have to send him back. Yeah, I I feel like I got their intention. They just they just couldn't word it correctly. It was not worded well. I, I get what they're saying, but not not good. I thought her outfit was super cute when she went to pick him up at the airport. They meet. It goes really well. They're excited. They're happy. Everything that you want. Oh, backing up just a little bit. She said she can't go seven times like before. It's going to be a hit it and quit it type of night. <laughs> Which again goes back to why do you need 12 outfits? You need one solid hitter. <laughs> When we see them outside of the airport, Kobe says that he's so happy seeing Emily again. She has changed. She's gained some weight. Oh my god, that face she made. Yeah. Uh, the one just, thing he probably shouldn't have said. No, just don't, like, she was already so self-conscious was like one about of the it. First things that came out of his mouth. What I didn't realize until the end of the episode is that Kobe didn't know that he was not seeing his kid that night. Emily did not tell him that they were going to have a night alone and that they wouldn't even be going to the house. That should have been a conversation that they had together and decided, 
yes, we are going to have a night alone or no, I need to meet my kid. Mm-hmm. How do you not include him in that conversation? On the next time on, we meet Mohammed, and he says the perfect woman would be someone that loves him as his mother. That was creepy. Okay. Cringe. It was creepy. I'm hoping I that's a translation thing. Yeah, maybe. Or, um... Like, loves him unconditionally, yeah, like a mother loves yeah. their son. But still weird. <laughs> still weird. We see that Jabri is upset that his mom is asking Miona questions. I mean... I bet they got to get to know each I bet other. You the questions are totally valid. I think they're fine. Like, probably. Hey, where do you want to work? What's your what's your life goal? What's your plan? Also, again, if the spoiler is true, that means the mom's faking all of this. So that's annoying too. Oh, see, yeah, it's there's I levels. Didn't, I didn't think about that. I hate it. Wait, alternate spoiler: the mom doesn't know. Oh, I like it. Oh my god, that'd be so much worse. Okay, I'm here for that. If that's <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Coben wants to meet his son and feels Emily is being selfish for wanting a night alone with him. Again, I can, uh, yeah, I can get it. Yeah, I can concur with that. For sure. I'm telling you, yeah, man, you haven't seen your child a year and a half? I've heard the, the love for a child is just like unmeasurable, right? Like a up. That's true love. And like for a year and a half, you haven't seen them. Yeah. I can understand how you would, you cannot think about anything else. We see Bailal and Shida still fighting, and he says it's time to meet mom. Uh, my prediction. He's going to pretend that his home is his mom's home. Like, that's his home, right? I could have sworn I, I, I'm it pretty sure. Same. I'm pretty sure that was his home. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. We, we, we could be totally wrong. It's fine. If he tries to for, like, a, an hour, I don't know what the yeah, fuck Yeah, and then how do you reveal is. it? I'm just kidding. This is my house, not my mom's house. That Louis luggage is upstairs in my closet, next to my suits and my Rolexes. Like, oh, I, I just have a room in my mom's house. That's weird. His long game is just so dumb. It was It's so dumb that I want to root against him that it won't work. Yeah. Because it's, it's just so stupid. I want her to play hardball and say, oh, you, you are fake, I'm going home. Or she's got to be like, you fucked up, you got to earn my love yep, now. Yep, you got to like, prove it to me. I kept saying it throughout the episode. He keeps acting like Isaac from Married at First Sight. Like she has to prove herself to him. Like he is the top of the top. No. This this is, I think I mentioned it to you while we were watching this. When Bilal went to Trinidad and Tobago to meet her, she didn't lie about who she was. No, you saw, you you met the family, you saw where she lived. She showed you her true self. She could have lied to you. I don't know, done something, but she... Doesn't seem like she did at all. Whereas when the roles are reversed, now there's like this whole thing of you can't show her who you really are. Why would you marry someone that you do not trust? Yeah, they're already married. Your spiritual marriage counts. In your religion's eyes, that marriage is a full recognized marriage. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking from the religious perspective, I mean, that would be more official than yeah, like what we do with signing some papers. Then we finally see Ari and Benny in Ethiopia, and Benny finally got approved for his visa. I feel like we're going to see this scene so many fucking times. Before it actually happens. Like, we're going to meet them next episode. Yay, we got a visa. You think you're going to see the sit-down with his sisters that episode? It's going to come down the road. Yep, like three episodes down the road. On the next time on, wine throw. On the next time on, wine throw. I hope I'm wrong. Same. But it's already happened two episodes, so... No, I feel like three, because I could have sworn it was the preview of the season, and then we met everyone, and it was like they on the next time on. They sweat doing this shit. Yeah, I hate it. Like, um, oh, the family Libby fight. It was like the, one of the last episodes of yep. that whole season. 
Anything else? No, we're talking shit, but I like I like the the season. It's going well, other than the one couple that I just feel like are so fake. But I mean, that's what happens to every show once it gains a certain popularity. Everyone yeah, wants to be on it, definitely. so it is what it is. Jabri is playing into that nicely, as far as an over the top character. Yeah, I mean, whimsical kind of thing. They know that they're characters. Yeah, he's doing a great job. All right, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a good week. Stay safe, stay healthy, take care of yourself, and we will talk to you soon. Yeah, and get outside. It's beautiful out there. I yes. hope it's beautiful where you are. All right, take care. Talk to you guys later. Thank you.